story now you've just heard all about it in that song so thanks for listening we can all go and make a nice cup of tea now and have a big slice of cake no 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 no, don't go i was only joking right so the story once upon a time there was a dragon called spencer spencer the dragon lived all alone in a cave near a large town where a king lived Spencer didn't mind being on his own. In fact, he really liked it. He loved clothes, bright clothes, and because he was so big, he had learned to make all his own clothes. Then, of course, he was also very busy washing, ironing, 
and something I'm sure you all do, folding his clothes up neatly and putting them away. Hmm. All that work made Spencer very tired, and he would often fall asleep during the day and snore. Unfortunately, Spencer's snores were so loud that they sounded like very fierce roars, and they were so loud and scary that the people in the town would hear them and be very, very afraid. One day, the king decided that something had to be done about this fierce dragon that lived close by. He called for his bravest knight in armour, whose name was Cuthbert Custard. Yes, I know it's a strange name, but it fits nicely in the song. Watch out for the little jokes about his name. Cuthbert Custard, hot as mustard. If you need a good night, Cuthbert knows how to fight. You can trust him soon to put the whole world right. Cuthbert Custard, never flustered. If an ogre comes near, he will chase it. No fear, never grumpy, never lumpy. Cuthbert Custard's here. If knees have turned to jelly, then custard must be found. It may be just a trifle, but custard will be round. If peace and order crumble, then custard's needed there. If danger is about you, then custard's everywhere. Cuthbert, custard, hot as mustard. If you need a good night, Cuthbert knows how to fight. You can trust him soon to put the whole world right. Cuthbert, custard, never flustered. If an ogre comes near, he will chase it. No fear, never grumpy, never lumpy. Cuthbert, custard's any little jokes, or puns as they're called, jelly and custard, trifle, crumble and custard, and what was that about him never being lumpy? Anyway, on with the story. Cuthbert clanked off to the dragon's cave to get rid of the scary beast. When he reached the entrance to the cave, he awkwardly clanked off his horse, which was really happy because the knight in armour really is one heavy lump of a passenger. It was just about to clank inside 
when Spencer let out the most gigantic snoring roar you've ever heard. I bet your dad or your mum sound like that sometime. Now, Cuthbert Custard, knight in shining armour, was not afraid of any gruesome ogre. He had fought and beaten many of them, but because he was so close to the cave entrance, and because the noise was so very, very loud, Cuthbert was scared. He'd never actually fought a dragon before either, and suddenly he decided he never wanted to. Not a dragon with such an enormous roar, anyway. Perhaps he could have coped with a mini-dragon, a big lizard or something like that, but this, no siree. Cuthbert had had enough. He clanked away down the hill from the cave, running as fast as he could. Well, he had to run because his horse had definitely had enough when it heard that roar and it had bolted back to town. And when he arrived back, he had to tell the king that he'd been scared. He was so ashamed of himself. Of course, anyone can get scared. The secret is to be just as brave as you could possibly be and to realise that whatever is scary will go away in the end. Meanwhile, back in the cave, Spencer was wide awake and very excited because he'd just finished a lovely new outfit for himself. Just listen to what he was wearing. Smartest dragon around here Watch that dragon Smartest dragon around On his head a purple hat Purple hat, purple hat Watch that dragon Smartest dragon around here Watch that dragon Smartest dragon around Wears a shirt of deep sea blue, deep sea blue, deep sea blue. On his head a purple hat, purple hat, purple hat. Watch that dragon, smartest dragon around here. Watch that dragon, smartest dragon around. Trousers made of scarlet felt, scarlet felt. Scarlet felt Wears a shirt of deep sea blue Deep sea blue Deep sea blue On his head a purple hat Purple hat Purple hat Watch that dragon Smartest dragon around here Watch that dragon Smartest dragon around Odd socks of pink and green, pink and green, pink and green. Trousers made of scarlet felt, scarlet felt, scarlet felt. Wears a shirt of deep sea blue, deep sea blue, deep sea blue. On his head a purple hat, purple hat, purple hat. Watch that dragon. Dragon around here. Watch that dragon, smartest dragon around. On his feet are blue suede shoes, blue suede shoes, 
blue suede shoes Two odd socks of pink and green Pink and green, pink and green Trousers made of scarlet felt Scarlet felt, scarlet felt Wears a shirt of deep sea blue Deep sea blue, deep sea blue After trying everything on, he was so tired he quickly fell asleep and was soon snoring what sounded like the fiercest of roars. The king, meanwhile, sent out a proclamation, that's a message, all over the town. Who will come forward to fight the scary dragon? Well, nobody would, it seemed, apart from one little boy called Bob. When I say little, I mean he was a squirt. So much so that the king could not stop laughing. <laughs> what? You? Fight the dragon? You? The king's daughter, Princess Dot, said, Well, I think he looks very brave, Daddy. Bob said, I think you look very pretty, Princess Dot. Princess Dot blushed. Oh, shut up, you two. Well, nobody else wants to have a go at this dragon, so you'd better fix it, Bob. Off you go. And soon Bob found himself at the entrance to the cave. Spencer the dragon snored a world-record snore, but it didn't worry Bob. No, no. He had earplugs in. What a clever little chappy. Bob boldly walked into the cave with the sword he'd borrowed from Cuthbert. Actually, the sword was pretty useless. Far too heavy for Bob, who could only drag it along the ground. There, to his surprise, he saw a sleeping dragon dressed in the most colourful clothes you could imagine. Well, those from the song I hope you all just joined in with. Spencer woke up. Hello, he said, not even in dragon language. "'What?' said Bob, who had forgotten to take his earplugs out, which he then did. "'Hello again,' said Spencer. "'You can speak,' said Bob. "'So can you,' said Spencer. "'Yes, but I'm a boy. But I'm a talking dragon.' It was not a very interesting conversation. "'What's your name?' asked Bob. "'Spencer,' said Spencer. "'I'm Bob,' said Bob. Why don't you come to town with me and show the king you're not a fierce dragon and also show off your lovely clothes? Okie dokie, said Spencer. So they both went to town. Spencer, proudly displaying his fine clothes to the people who crowded round, and Bob dragging Cuthbert's useless sword which made sparks along the cobble street. The king was delighted, and Princess Dot wanted Bob for her boyfriend. In fact, as the years went by, Bob and Dot eventually got married. Princess Dot and Prince Bob. Ooh! Cuthbert had been a pretty crummy knight, but Spencer taught Cuthbert how to sew, and he became a brilliant tailor. He was so proud of the clothes he made, not the least bit ashamed any more. Spencer found a new hobby, cooking and opened up a load of restaurants in the town called Dragon's Diners. 
all's well that ends well, as somebody else once said. Cuthbert a tailor, Bob and Dot a wed, and his full marks to Spencer for towing the line. In the end, they're the best of friends, and everything's fine. It's odd to see how things can change. You never can tell because life's strange. The night is now a tailor, no less. He'll make you some trousers, a jacket, or a dress. All's well that ends well, as somebody else once said. Cuthbert's a tailor, Bob and Dot are wed, and his full marks to Spencer for towing the line. In the end, they're the best of friends, and everything's fine. So Dot. Bob, a man and wife, princess and prince, content with life. The boy who once from fights was banned is really quite famous, the bravest in the land. All's well that ends well, as somebody else once said. Cuthbert's a tailor. Bob and Dot are wed, and his full marks to Spencer for towing the line. In the end, they're the best of friends, and everything's fine. And Spencer's a cook; he's good at that. He gets to wear a chef's white hat. Although he's changed, he's still a sight. His clothing from Cuthbert is still a lot too bright. All's well that ends well, as somebody else once said. Cuthbert's a tailor, Bob and Dot are wed, and his full marks to Spencer for towing the line. In the end, they're the best of friends, and everything's fine. Song and song.